Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danka together with Ziaul Raushan. And today we are talking about the GOAT. Yep, it is a hot topic, right? Especially in the social media world that we live in. It's often a debate. Who's the greatest of them all? Who's the greatest of them all? And for now, we're going to talk about possibly the two greatest players we've I've grown up watching at yeah. least Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. But who takes over Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi uh, when you consider that they're into their late 30s already? Best person to talk to is a Premier League expert, a football expert, an international sports broadcaster who doesn't like mm. the idea of GOAT. John Dykes is on the line. JD, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. Let me just qualify that. When I say I don't like the idea of GOATs, what I don't like is the limiting... Messi versus Ronaldo mm. polemic. Mm. That's what I. That's what I don't like. And uh, do you want me to explain why before we get yeah. into this? Yes, yeah, no, tell me a little bit about oh. this. This limit. What do you mean by that? I, I think it's extremely limiting. Now I'm older than you guys, which means that I was privileged to watch Maradona in particular. I watched ah. very skillful players like Ronaldo Nazario, uh, like Johan Cruyff, George Best, and many, many others. Ronaldinho. So. So, so it kind of, you know, rankles with me, this business about, well, there are two people in this conversation and it has to be this or this. But I understand why it came about. And why it came about was, I'll tell you this, 10 years ago, nobody used the phrase GOAT. Didn't even yeah. exist. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, in, maybe, maybe in American sport. And then what used to happen was American sport was driven by debate programs. And debate programs have to have these very polar sort of extremes of opinion. So they're always saying everything has to be MVP, best player on the planet, this, that, and the other. And that's to drive debate, right? You have to have these sort of hype, you know, superlatives. Hmm. And then what happened was social media came along. And social media thrives on the same, same thing as well. So you had to have, well, if it isn't him, it has to be him. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, there was always this kind of, you know, everything has to be a comparison. Yeah. So and, and at the same time, you had these two players who were playing their trade in the same league, in opposition, racking up incredible numbers. So it became a natural thing to, to say, well, these are the GOATs. And, and, and but you know, they, it should goat is such an annoying term because you know, all time, <laughs> all time, guys, just think about it, all time, you yeah, know, it's, like, it's, it's too like much. Calling yourself, it is too much, but anyway, but but the point of the matter is that I can understand why it exists yeah. because it's just, and, and the thing about it as well, it's just easy clicks and mm, easy engagement, mm, even mm. if it's meaningless engagement. You've seen so many Twitter. Uh, battles about this. You've seen so many, and we all do it. All of us who are involved in the content industry go, this one's nice and easy. Put out a, put out a post about one or the other and you will be bombarded <laughs> largely with, largely with bots, I should point out, but also, but also by fanboys and girls who have one opinion and that will be because their character is a profile, you know, their, their handle is, you know, yeah. messy nine, five, eight forever. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Cristiano <laughs> rules with two O's and a Z. You know, it's like, you know, what kind of meaningful discussion is this? Um, so, so that's why as a, as a kind of an objective character, which I am, I get a little bit sort of ticked off with it. However, it. <laughs> if you, if you ask me, as I'm sure you will, to debate, the careers of, the current situation of, and the standing of Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi, I'll more than happily do that to, to really, really captivating footballers who we've all been very privileged to watch. 
JD, first things first, I think you're spending too much time on Twitter. The way you're belting out those <laughs> nicknames, that suggests so. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I take offence as well with the AT in GOAT, right? All time. That's almost unfair to the other names that you had mentioned earlier. Johan Cruyff, Ronaldinho yeah. and the likes. Yeah. But let's zoom in on Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. First things first, Cristiano Ronaldo went back to Manchester United with that fairy tale, but somehow came to a bit of a nightmare end and now he finds himself in Saudi Arabia. Is it a matter of not being able to let go? That's why he's still playing? Yeah, uh, well, very interesting one, that one, I think, Rasha. Uh, let's not disparage Saudi Arabia or disparage the Saudi Arabian Football League, which I think is obviously a very viable product and it's, it's an ambitious uh, country and it's an ambitious uh, football league. So, fair enough, they're entitled to go and get who they want to get. And, 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 and Ronaldo um, is, is there. I think the interesting thing about Ronaldo is that he was a self made player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way either, because Ronaldo had a tremendous set of skills, which we saw early on in his career. He worked so hard physically. I think he's the most physically impressive footballer I've ever seen, mm. maybe outside of Zlatan. Zlatan was just naturally blessed with some incredi- an incredible physique. But Cristiano, I, I think if you look at, for example, his ability to score headed goals, mm. I honestly, honestly put that down to skill, timing and a six pack. Mm. Because, you know, physically, just in terms of the sort of, you know, the, 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 the physiognomy of it, being able to get up and hang in the air yeah. the way he did and, and put the power through it, that came down to his physique. I'm sure it did. And then the other thing I would point out about Cristiano is that look at how many free kicks he scored early on in his career. Mm. Because he was just, his biomechanics and his, his technique were so beautiful. But the minute he started to age, did he ever score those free kicks again? Yeah. No. No. Mm. No. So, so I think what's really interesting about Cristiano is that uh, he was a player that was all about um, setting targets, winning things, achieving goals, racking up improbable numbers. And the problem is, uh, and then at the same time, he also is a product of social media, mm, you know, yeah. massive Instagram following, huge branding. And I think the problem was that he developed this sort of this, this, this kind of juggernaut that just couldn't be stopped. And, 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 and there's no way he could sort of, you know, just shrug his shoulders and go, well, hey, guys, it happens to all of us. I'm getting a bit older and I can't do it anymore. I think he was kind of compelled by, the, you know, the, almost the monster that he had made himself to carry on searching for things. And then when, when the decline came, it's a bit unfortunate because now it's like, yeah, but I can still earn $175 million by going and playing somewhere. Yeah. I can still rack up good numbers because, you know, if you've seen him playing in the Saudi league and I watch him every now and then, there's a lot of hanging around going on, but there's also penalties and, you know, the, the old goal, his numbers will be good and he'll continue to, you know, to, to build up his career overall total. So that's where I am with Cristiano. I, I do feel as if it was an, an inevitable decline, but what a career because he went to different clubs around Europe and achieved at all of those clubs. But, but the drop-off was always going to be a little bit unfortunate. And, and, and sadly, the way he did it, in particular in that interview with Piers Morgan. I mean, mm. man, man, just yeah. so, so, so untasteful and misguided. And I think that's kind of soured things a little bit for him. Yeah. Actually, John, you brought up players like Zlatan. I'm just thinking how this whole Ronaldo versus Messi um, being down to the amount of Ballon d'Ors that they've won as well. But there were other great players. Karim Benzema should have got one a lot earlier on. Even Frank Ribery way back when. I do wonder, is it a case of these players, and you mentioned social media, the comparison happens and and they are more is expected of them because of that marketing that they've built for themselves? Yeah, absolutely right. Let me tell you this. You may be shocked by this. I, I couldn't tell you how many Ballon d'Ors Cristiano or Messi have won because I don't care. 
<laughs> because when I was growing up in, yeah. in football, it was all about the team. Yes, um, yes. You know, it was about it was about team results. And yeah, you were conscious of it. And I was aware that somebody might win a Ballon d'Or. But it was not something in any way that I, I thought was the, the, what players should aspire to. But the game has changed and the way the game is presented. You know, we, we, we put so much store by awards, award shows, by in, uh, activations around award shows, by the branding that it, you know, that, that, yeah. that it comes, that it brings you and puts on your CV, that, that that suddenly becomes something we do. I think you should just recognize, you know, with your own eyes, whether someone's a skillful player or a great player. Uh, you should also look at their team achievements. Yeah. Um, and I think what we've done is, is again, through a number of um, external forces, but also by the power of branding, by okay. marketing, by, what, by the role of agents and mm. management. Mm. You know, they, they have pushed football in a different direction. So there's this assumption that, that the best player has to be the one who... It's a bit like Hollywood. Yeah, you can't, yeah. tell, you can't, you can't tell me that it's the true. best film wins the Oscar. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, a, it's a product of, of campaigning and, and, and also... And, and maybe being in the right place at the right time and maybe striking a chord somewhere or other. So, you know, I think you have to recognize that, which is, if, if we, we'll probably run out of time soon. So let me mention Messi. You know, my take on Messi is that Messi is just a supremely gifted, skillful player. Um, yeah. and, and, and Messi has a skill set that, if, if you want to draw comparisons, would be closer to perhaps uh, Maradona in terms of that ability to dribble and what yeah. have you. Maradona had other aspects to his game. He, he would also, like Messi, have great free kicks. He actually headed fairly well, but maybe better than Messi. But... Um, you know, the thing about Messi is that he's not interested in the social media marketing, branding and everything mm. like that. So, so for him, it was always a different trajectory. But because he played for a great club and because he is so good, his number is always going to be up there, mm. uh, which is why you've had this kind of, you know, head-to-head -head, yeah, rivalry. Mm. And then, of course, winning the World Cup, uh, well, that, that, that set things up beautifully for him in terms of, well, that should be uh, a pretty good end to the career. But clearly now, mm. things have gone south with, with PSG. So mm. that's a, a bit of a stain and then his next move will be interesting in whether or not we should care about this. But, but will his legacy be, you know, I also go to Saudi? Because the thing about these guys is all of us, you know, you, you guys and me, we're all entitled to do whatever we can to ensure the, 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 the financial security of our families, right? Of course. And, and, and if, if something comes along, we should always consider that first of all. But these guys have done that. Years ago, they've done it for, for you know, they've, they've got their family secure for generations. Mm. So I think what's interesting now is, in Messi's case, I think it would be slight. I think going to PSG was odd, but maybe Barca's misfortunes had a lot to do with that. But I think it would be out of character for him to then just go chasing money somewhere. Um, and, and in fact, if he did go back to Barca and play a bit and become an, a lifelong ambassador for them, that might somehow be more appropriate, in my okay. opinion. Okay. That's all. Yeah, there's a bit of a fairy tale, right? He's won the World Cup with Argentina now to go back and close it with not exactly his boyhood club, but where he claimed to fame. John, yeah. I know you've mentioned that you don't like this GOAT debate at all, but it's only my job to put you under the spot. So I'm going to ask you, who leaves the bigger legacy? Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi? Mm. Um... <laughs> I uh, yeah, it's a tricky <laughs> one. I think I think I think I think Messi's World Cup win is significant. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think the other thing as well is that footballers, great great footballers, um, tend to lean towards Messi a little bit in the debate because I think they recognise that he could do things they couldn't do, which is dribble around you. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I think Cristiano's uh, strengths were based around power, a uh, degree of skill, uh, physicality, tremendous uh, discipline, and. And, and, and a beautiful shooting ability. So, I, I, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe in twenty, thirty years' time, when we look back at YouTube clips, 
maybe more people will go, oh, man, that, that Messi was pretty spectacular. Look at him doing that. Mm. Maybe. Mm. So, so, so maybe I'll just slightly lean that way, it's just in terms of footballing ability. But I think Cristiano changed the game away from football as well. Uh, and, and I think he's, he, he will, his legacy, is, he's completely changed the game. Uh, John, just, just a final question. Um, and I do wonder, I guess this is a little bit of a personal question as well. Um, as an international sports broadcaster behind the scenes, are you guys already building the narrative on who takes over Ronaldo and Messi and how much does that narrative irritate you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the thing is, we have to ask ourselves, does there have to be a need for it? And I think uh, we've probably mm. answered that already. <laughs> yeah. We've already answered that already by going in the eyes of certain people. But, but I wouldn't make that assumption so readily. Okay. Do we have to have a one or the other? Does it always have to be Batman versus Superman? Does it, you know, I mean, may, maybe there will be two or three. Because, I mean, obviously, immediately we've, we've got the Haaland situation. And the, yeah. the way he's going, he's going to be this kind of towering character. I don't know if anyone anywhere is going to be like racking up his numbers. So, so, so I don't think it's obvious, immediately obvious, that you're going to have a rivalry. All right, time will tell then. <laughs> We've been speaking with uh, Premier League expert and international sports broadcaster John Dykes. John, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great day, yeah? Thanks very much, guys. Take care. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.